Happy fourth and final week of Advent. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 80. Shepherd of Israel, listen. You, the one who leads Joseph as if he were a sheep. You, who are enthroned above the winged heavenly creatures. Show yourself before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Wake up your power. Come to save us. Restore us, God. Make your face shine so that we can be saved. Lord God of heavenly forces, how long will you fume against your people's prayers? You fed them bread made of tears. You've given them tears to drink three times over. You've put us at odds with our neighbors. Our enemies make fun of us. Restore us, God of heavenly forces. Make your face shine so that we can be saved. You brought us a vine out of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared the ground for it. Then it planted its roots deep, filling the land. The mountains were covered by its shade. The mighty cedars were covered by its branches. It sent its branches all the way to the sea. Its shoots went all the way to the Euphrates River. So why have you now torn down its walls? So that all who come along can pluck its fruit so that any boar from the forest can tear it up, so that the bugs can feed on it. Please come back, God of heavenly forces. Look down from heaven and perceive it. Attend to this vine, this root that you planted with your strong hand, this son whom you secured as your very own. It is burned with fire. It is chopped down. They die at the rebuke coming from you. Let your hand be with the one on your right side with the one whom you secured as your own. Then we will not turn away from you. Revive us so that we can call on your name. Restore us, Lord God of heavenly forces. Make your face shine so that we can be saved. Today's Old Testament reading comes from the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 6, verses 1 through 21. The Lord's chest was in Philistine territory for seven months. The Philistines called for the priests and the diviners. What should we do with the Lord's chest, they asked. Tell us how we should send it back to its own home. They replied, if you are returning the chest of Israel's God, don't send it back empty, but be sure to return a guilt offering to him. Then you will be healed and it will become clear to you why God's hand hasn't left you alone. What compensation offering should we return to him, they asked. The priests and diviners replied, five gold tumors and five gold mice, matching the number of the Philistine rulers because the same plague came on all of you and your rulers. You must make images of your tumors and the mice that have devastated the land. Honor Israel's God. Perhaps he will lighten the weight of his hand on you, your gods, and your land. Why be stubborn like the Egyptians and Pharaoh? After God had dealt harshly with them, didn't they send the Israelites on their way? So get a new cart ready along with two nursing cows that have never been yoked before. Harness the cows to the cart, but take any of their calves that are following back home. Next, take the Lord's chest and put it in the cart. Set the gold items that you are giving God as a compensation offering in a box next to the chest. Then send it on its way. Then watch what happens if the cart goes up the road to its own territory toward Beth Shemesh. Then Israel's God has brought this great disaster on us. If the cart goes another way, 
then we'll know that it wasn't God's hand that struck us. It happened to us randomly. The rulers did just that. They took two nursing cows and harnessed them to the cart, pinning their calves up at home. They put the Lord's chest on the cart along with the box containing the gold mice and the images of their tumors. The cows went straight ahead along the road to Beth Shemesh. They kept two on one route, mooing as they went without turning right or left. The Philistine rulers followed them as far as the territory of Beth Shemesh. Now the people of Beth Shemesh were harvesting wheat in the valley. When they looked up and saw the the chest, they were overjoyed at the sight. The cart entered the field belonging to Joshua of Beth Shemesh and stopped right by a large stone. They chopped up the wood of the cart and offered the cows as an entirely burned offering to the Lord. The Levites unloaded the Lord's chest and the box that was with it that contained all the gold items, and they set them on the large stone. That very day, the people of Beth Shemesh offered entirely burned offerings and made sacrifices to the Lord. When the five Philistine rulers witnessed this, they went straight back to Ekron. These are the gold tumors that the Philistines returned as a compensation offering to the Lord. One for Ashdod, one for Gaza, one for Ashkelon, one for Gath, and one for Ekron. The gold mice matched the number of Philistine cities belonging to the five rulers, from fortified cities to country villages, and the large stone they set the Lord's chest on is a witness even now in the field that belongs to Joshua of Beth Shemesh. But God struck down some of the people from Beth Shemesh because they looked into the Lord's chest. God struck 70 people, and the community grieved because the Lord had struck them so severely. The people of Beth Shemesh said, Who can stand before the Lord, this holy God? Where can he go that is away from us here? They sent the messengers to the inhabitants of Kiriath-Jerim. The Philistines returned the Lord's chest, they said. Come down and take it back with you. Today's New Testament reading comes from the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse 22, through chapter 22, verse 5. I didn't see a temple in the city because its temple is the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb. The city doesn't need the sun or the moon to shine on it because God's glory is its light and its lamp is the Lamb. The nations will walk by its light and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. Its gates will never be shut by day and there will be no night there. They will bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. Nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is vile and deceitful but only those who are registered in the Lamb's scroll of life. Then the angel showed me the river of life-giving water, shining like crystal, flowing from the throne of God and the Lamb through the middle of the city's main street. On each side of the river is the tree of life, which produces 12 crops of fruit, bearing its fruit each month. The tree's leaves are for the healing of the nations. There will no longer be any curse. The throne of God and the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. Night will be no more. They won't need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will shine on them, and they will rule forever and always. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 39 through 48a. Mary got up and hurried to a city in the Judean highlands. She entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. 
With a loud voice, she blurted out, God has blessed you above all women, and he has blessed the child you carry. Why do I have this honor that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. Happy is she who believed that the Lord would fulfill the promises he made to her. Mary said, with all my heart, I glorify the Lord. In the depths of who I am, I rejoice in God, my Savior. He has looked with favor on the low status of his servant. Savior of 
The Apostles' Creed is a statement of Christian faith that has been handed down in Western Christianity for well over 1,500 years. While shorter than the Nicene Creed, it beautifully summarizes the core tenets of Christianity about the triune God and the people of God called the Church. It faithfully hands down through the ages the beliefs given to the Church by the first Apostles of Jesus Christ, generation to generation. Now, let's recite that faith handed down so beautifully together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these.
And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with the opening words of Psalm 146. Praise the Lord. Let my whole being praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord with all my life. I will sing praises to my God as long as I live. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Alleluia, performed by Noah and Carrie Daniels, and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.